0: April 16th, and welcome to the First Day Show. It's the WIBC Sunday Magazine, and we are brought to you by our friends Greg Cooper and Lisa Phillips. They are real estate consultants with Crossroads Collective at Compass Real Estate. You'll find them on social media and also at CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com, whether you're buying, selling, browsing. We've got some questions about the market. Greg and Lisa will be here in the next hour. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith.
1: Good morning, dear one hello denny paul how are you girl?
0: I'm okay despite you it's a gl- 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 little icky
1: it was a beautiful sunrise kylan and i were talking about beautiful sunrise and then all of a sudden here comes the rain here it comes but we got the sunrise kai yes,
0: kylan she's here too producing today's show how are you little one good morning good I'm morning doing pretty great she's uh this is the last day for alice right it is the, yes uh, this is the official
2: so last who are day. you
1: playing today
2: I'm actually not in today. I'm going to head to Texas to visit my brother after this. Oh, cool. Yeah, very fun. But it has been a really fun journey doing Alice and being the Mad Hatter or the Queen. But it has definitely stuck around with me, even after I get done with the performances. I stayed the night with my sister the other day. And the next morning, she was like, hey, did you have any dreams last night? I was like, not that I can remember. Why? You started speaking in your Mad Hatter voice. <laughs> in your sleep. Oh, oh, oh. And then you started laughing in the voice. Oh my god. It was scary. Oh I kinda <laughs> wish you took a video just for proof. You didn't but also too. no, too. No, no, I don't need that. Type drugs or
1: anything, like no. sh- shaman drugs.
0: No. No, i
2: well, you've been doing not show. Land.
0: You've been doing the show how how long now? It's been Since January. Yeah, since January. So it's just in, you you'll probably know those lines. From for the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: that's great. We'll, we'll keep our
0: fingers spot. crossed because maybe it could stick around, but it'll take some mm-hmm. while. Maybe, maybe it'll come back here soon because I know it was very, very popular uh, through all those months. So uh, again, today's the last day. One show, two shows?
2: There will be a few shows. There's okay. a kids show and then you have a few other adult
0: shows afterwards throughout the afternoon and evening. Over the at uh, mm. the Kurt Vonnegut Museum. Uh, leaving here yesterday, so we have the NRA convention in town. Today's the last day. right? And then some other kind of convention or something was going on because I saw Twiddle Dee and Twiddle Dumb and I saw all oh of my these gosh. characters. I saw a whole yeah. bunch of young
1: ladies all dressed right. up in costumes. So
0: it was just an odd mix of people downtown. I don't know what the other... It really was. An Alice scavenger
2: hunt. So that's the Apps where they oh. get to go collect kind of geo eggs, okay. whatever geo tracking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but then some of them did come to Alice afterwards, and all of them were dressed up. But I wish we kind of partnered with them. It was fun kind seeing of cool. all the characters. They I mean, were it was. Full it was it. so
0: different. It was just as different to see the different uh, conventions or whatever was happening downtown in, in different uh, outfits. It was it was kind of fun when I left downtown. And also, then you might have seen. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, prom couples because there were a lot of proms last night. Today is yeah. prom
1: picnic day. You know they go all over to the state parks and everything. You know prom it's picnic after, day. Oh yeah, after prom you had. You know if you, you if you didn't go back to the gym and and do things where the parents yeah. would sponsor to keep you from drinking. We and went to Kings better. Island. You went to Kings Island. Yeah. I think That's we went cool. to McCormick's Creek and then we went, one year we went to Spring Mill uh, Run and, and but I remember going to prom prom picnics.
0: Do you remember? This is something that we spent so much time. I think I was on a prom committee at one point and spent so much time thinking about what is going to be the theme of this (laughs) year's prom. Oh, I remember Arabian Nights. So important. Oh, I remember. And I can't even. I don't have. I don't remember. I Uh, don't remember to this day. Like that was going to be so meaningful for the rest of my life. What the name? Do you still have your prom picture? I do have a prom picture. And Kyla, this was before social media. So, you know, we just had the one picture that, you know, <laughs> mom and dad would take as you left the That's house. right. And then getting into the car. I don't think I have
1: ours. At, I, I don't. The one I you think posed for. One. I
0: yeah. wonder if you still, uh, surely you do. When you go to prom, you, po- you go to the little station where they take your picture, the official prom picture. Yeah, it has
1: a, like an arboretum over right. the top. Right, of right, the, right. Yeah, I right. wonder
0: if they still do that. Because that truly was about the only picture I you would the get I think the biggest challenge for guys
1: was whether or not to buy a wrist Corsage oh, or pinning it on, and pin. you really had to coordinate with the mother to make sure you didn't, you know, yep. make a bobble there because <laughs> you, know, you, you got to make sure. You know, it was touchy putting putting uh, on those corsages anyway. Yes, it
0: was. But boy, those were great times. I still have, I still have pressed in books.
1: Get out of here. My corsages. Get out of here. I do. Here. I
0: really do. I have it. It's they're moldy. They're they're icky, but I still have them.
2: The corsage that I have left over, I went to prom with my older sister. She was like, yeah, you're a freshman. A you lot of people are doing this so a
1: group of kids, a group yeah. of friends. That's really the, mm-hmm. a very common way to do it. Yeah,
2: we'd go with our friends and soccer friends and my sister. And so she got me a corsage. That was my first prom that I was going to. So she got me, she made a corsage out of...
0: Fake flowers and everything, so Aww. I got to keep that, and it's sitting on my dresser too. Oh
1: my gosh! That. Oh my gosh!
0: Uh, it is prom season. We were asking somebody yesterday. I can't remember how much how much uh, you rent a tux for. Oh, it was JMV. What do you say? Two hundred fifty. Two hundred and fifty dollars to rent a tux. Excuse me. I th- yeah. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Thirty
1: dollars, and I you know you had to work a long time yeah. to pay for and a king thirty dollar tux. Too, right? yeah, they, yeah, patent leather shoes. Too right. Yeah, patent leather shoes.
0: Sure it's all a la carte now, you know. Yeah. And
1: you had the. It was the first time I'd ever wore a bow tie, and. It it was a clip on bow tie of course, <laughs> yeah. but that that's kinda of funny. <laughs>
0: 200. I can't imagine, parents, how much you're spending on proms, but uh, they are once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing, so uh, memories forever. It is 10-12. Here's what we're doing on the First Day Show coming up. We've got lots of stuff happening, so we're going to try to cram it all in. We've got Kylan's going to get you set for Earth Day. Matt Bear has uh, some information, sits down with some folks about safety, uh, Work Zone Safety Week that is coming up. Uh, also, I have a conversation with Circle Up Indy. This is the group that is building houses for in 24 hours with 3d 3D printers amazing which is amazing and also greg and lisa will be here too and we will talk real estate when they stop by in the next hour and we'll take your calls as well coming up though danny
1: we got mike corlew from uh, mb junk removal just an ambitious young junior in high school at noblesville who's found a niche in helping people get rid of junk.
0: That's awesome. He's a is a good kid, uh, too. It might be a good day to stay in and uh, start cleaning out some of that stuff. We've got 50 degrees. It was just a half an hour ago, 53. So it looks like temperatures are dropping a bit. And a little rain here on downtown Indianapolis. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC.
3: I can't wait for you to
0: come my way. I've been far away. Good morning. But- 2018, this is a first-day show brought to you by our friends Greg Cooper, Lisa Phillips, and they real estate consultants with Crossroads Collective at Compass Real Estate, CrossroadsCollectiveHomes.com. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Kylan Talley and Denny Smith, too.
1: Morning, Gary. Morning. Good morning. So I found this young man um, a while back, and we, we brought him in. We were at Grand Park, uh-huh. and Terry, you were there, and we heard this junior in high school from Noblesville. His name's Michael Corlew. Michael Robert Corlew, and he told us this story about he just decided he started his own business and it was a junk removal business. And Mike's on the phone with us. Hey Michael, how are you? Hey there. Good morning. Good morning. And so we call it M B junk removal because your uncle always called you Mike Bob. Yep. Yeah. Yep, he still does, there you go. So Mike, you you just decided you were gonna do this. What's a typical junk removal job for M B junk removal? What do you do?
4: Okay. So we usually take away just stuff people don't want, but a lot of the time we get uh, clients that they either get a new couch, they either get a new chair, just stuff they don't want and they don't know what to do with the old stuff.
1: You mean you just uh, can't it drop could... it off at the interstate, you know, no. on the side yeah, of the road? Correct. No, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you, can't, you can't just throw that in the farmer's field. Yeah. No.
4: Um, but yeah, that's that would be the typical job. Um, we get a lot of uh, mattresses, box springs, those are hard to dispose of um, <laughs> through your trash cans and stuff, So we get a lot of stuff like that.
1: All right, so how much would you charge me? I got a, a queen-size uh, mattress, and I've I've got it out of the house. Ha- no, I didn't get it out of the house. You're going to have to come into the house and get it out. How much are you going to charge me to get rid of a mattress?
4: Well, for you, I'd do it for
1: free. Ah, oh, quit um, that for- now. How much are you going to charge me?
4: <laughs> okay, um, I would do $120 if you have the box spring, too. All
1: right.
0: Well, that's I pretty think good. That sounds fair. It really does. In the removal business these days, that sounds pretty fair. Especially
1: as you get older, because yeah, yeah. you just don't want to fight with it anymore.
0: Yeah. You know, how did you start this? How did this company begin? You're 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 an entrepreneur. You're young. Where where did this come from?
4: Um, so I met a guy online. His name was Josh. He owns a company called On Demand Dumpsters down Navon. And I was talking with him on Facebook. I had the truck already. And he said, "A great idea to get started would be doing junk removal because one, nobody wants to do it. You know, find the most disgusting job nobody wants to do and jump into it." <laughs> there so you I'm go. Like, you know what? Let's just start. Let's just start on the Facebook page in the uh, in the neighborhood. So that's what I did, and I got a couple clients, and then from there, I ran some Facebook ads, and next thing you know, I'm um, I've got people every
0: weekend. That's so great.
1: What's the largest junk removal job you've ever had, Mike?
4: Oh man, so. I've got a good story on this one <laughs> uh, last year around this time I had a client. It was a slower day. It was supposed to be three loads. We get to the last one and he goes, yeah, I know we only talked about it being uh, a load. And he goes, I'm out of just a little bit more. He opens the garage. She wanted us to do an entire garage removal. Oh
1: my god! I'm
4: like, luckily he was the last one for the day. He didn't, you know, specify it. I'm like, uh, yeah, we can do this. Three months into business, you know, it's ten o'clock. Dump <laughs> closes at twelve, and I didn't even have the trailer at the time, so it was just me, my buddy, and uh, the truck. So we hustled and we got six loads done in two hours.
1: It was wow. Rough, we got it done. Wow. What's the worst job ever? And I hope you don't say it was mine because you came out <laughs> and we. What was the worst? Is was mine the worst job ever? No, no. Okay. I've,
4: I've had uh, I've had other uh, clients that um, were, were not as uh, nice uh, as you.
1: Well, let's tell them what you did. I had a pump failure, nope. Terry, in the dome, and I had a, a 16-foot uh, tank full of water that I drained out, but at the bottom of it was about two inches of muck, mm. and about one inch of that two inches of muck ended up on Mike and Alyssa, his sister, and the other one <laughs> ended up on me. That was nasty stuff. Did your mom yell at you when you came home with the way you did?
4: I had to take off my boots before I walked in the house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was pretty. All right, so your sister Alyssa helps you. That's pretty cool. Is she uh, considered an employee?
4: Uh, she she helps me every once in a while. Um, on the Saturdays, I have my buddy, uh, Austin, come out and help me. Um, but if I have jobs around you know, spring break time, I usually have her tag-along so she can make some extra money. Uh,
1: she's um, not just a tag-along. She is a hard-working young lady. She's an she eighth is. grader. She's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Bless her heart. She's,
4: she's probably stronger than me.
1: <laughs> All right. So, your dad's an accountant, and I know that <laughs> this is your first year for paying taxes. Give, oh, just yeah. give me a general impression about, ta- oh, about taxes in the United States you, of you America. You
0: only got a couple days left. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, go ahead, Mike. Uh,
4: save your receipts. <laughs> that's that's about the biggest thing I can say. Save your receipts every write-off you can get. That would probably be my um, idea of it. And I would also say um, probably just it's it's – Taxes are too high, but um, <laughs> I would I would say
1: save your receipts. There you go. All right, so we know how you price your job. Do you do any repurposing? Do you do uh, drop if stuff's in really good shape? Like, do you go to Goodwill and drop it off? What do you do with stuff that's really good but you don't want to junk it?
4: So if stuff's in good shape, I can usually give a little bit of a discount too, because um, a lot of that stuff I'll donate. Like we had two cabinets yesterday, and they were just big, massive cabinets, and we got them. They were in the garage. We loaded them up and i'm like you know these are way too nice to dump let's let's just go donate them so we'll donate stuff like that
0: you know the for your future because again you're so you're still balancing work and school and so when you get done with with high school and then you're off and running are you going to want to keep this and just continue to grow your business or you think you'll go a different direction
4: well if you asked me that three months ago i would have said no but now if you ask me today i'd say yes i uh I enjoy this. I look forward. I'm already excited for next Saturday. Like I'm ready to get through the week. I am ready to I'm ready to go go, go do some jump removal. Um this, this I enjoy really it. Good. I love meeting the customers. It's a new thing every day and you have no idea what you're going to run into. We we uh we do this thing on Facebook called the uh the coolest object we can find. And we do <laughs> we post the coolest objects we find. And man, do we get some interesting stuff.
0: What's the most interesting thing that you in your opinion that you have you've have got you've you've brought home?
4: Well, the most interesting other than the magazines <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're
1: talking. You found some playboys, what? didn't you? Oh, I'm sure yeah. he did. Oh, I bet he did. I bet he did. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. funny. I All right, besides the playboys, what else have you found that's interesting?
4: I don't know if I could say
1: that one on radio. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, what? that well, we know what that is then. Yeah. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what? You're, you're in the junk business. Did, we, did yeah. anybody call you Sanford? Has anybody called no. you Sanford yet? <laughs> No. All right. Well, Sanford & Son was a, a junk removal business. Uh, yeah, on Red, TV. It was Red Fox, and it was just hilarious. You
0: know, let's get, a, let's get a hold of you. This is spring cleaning time, and I know you're you're busy, 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 but let's get some information out there for listeners so they know how to get a hold of you in case they've got something and they want you to come in, and get out of their house.
4: Okay. Yeah, you can uh, call or text me at 317-618-1037. You can also go to my website, nbjunkremoval.com, or my Facebook at uh, mbjunkremoval.com.
1: And MB, your real name's Michael Robert, but your uncle always called you Mike Bob, and that's how you got the MB? Yep, that's how I got the MB, <laughs> MB, junk, or MB junk removal. You're the you. best, he Michael. He really is. Yeah, He's just is. a
0: good guy, a really good young man. That yes, he is, and stuff. his
1: sister's just the same way. 317-618-1037. Yeah, it's, really cool. it's 317-618-1037 or mbjunkremoval.com. Thank you. Michael, thanks for joining us. You have a really great Sunday, okay? Thanks for having me. All right, say hey to Alyssa too for me. All
0: right. Yeah, because it's going to get cold. Oh, boy. Listen, he's even paying attention to the weather. That's got to be of importance, to It is. You know? Thank
1: you, Michael. You're a good one.
0: He's terrific. All right. Get a hold of him again. 317-618-1037 or go to com. He's a great find, Danny. I'm glad you brought him to us. We'll stay in touch with that young man. He's, he's going places. Idea. Watching the temperature. It's dropped now to 48 degrees, which I just told you a few minutes ago it was 50. It's dropping quick. Uh, or is it quickly? Which one is it? Quickly. Is it? quick? Quickly. Thank you. <laughs> It's a quick dropper. It's a quick dropper. Uh, Okay, let's take a break now. Why don't we? Is that okay, Kyla? Have have you got trending stories or anything you want to talk about? I know we didn't. I would love for you to talk about what's coming up. Okay, let's do. Coming up, you're going to be talking about We're going to talk to Circle Up Indie. Circle Up Indie. their 3D printed home. We're going to do that. Also, you're going to get a set for Earth Day, which is next week. Uh, It's been a tough- Weekend here in Indianapolis. As far as the violence goes, uh, I know we'll keep you up to date on everything that's happening. Also in Alabama, there was a mass shooting uh, overnight at a Sweet 16 party. Devastating news on how many young people lost their lives there. I know that news is tough, and uh, but we'll get you some of that news here at the bottom of the hour as well as the top of the hour. But just know that here with us here on the first day, we've got uh, some more interesting and some more uh, informational and fun things here to come. Thanks for joining us this morning. You're listening to the first day on.
3: Ninety three WIBC. Twenty four hours a day. I was told to go listen to this song,
2: so we're listening to it now.
0: I watched the Partridge family yesterday, and you know. Cassidy was so hot.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: This guy right here. He, yeah. Oh. Can you see it? I told Kylan. Like I said, yeah. you know, not only he was—he was so good. He was such a great. Listen to this. That's
2: him? No. Yeah. Is that him?
1: That's him. Did you have that's a television a crush on it? Kyla, I did. did. you have a television she crush? She didn't know. She on said David? On, no, no, I, on anybody cool. as Oh, up.
0: surely. Yeah, Brad Pitt was top of my list.
1: Really? Yeah. Mine was Valerie Bertinelli.
0: Neither one of them are are David Cassidy. Oh, was the quit. best. All right, Terry. <laughs> okay, listen. That's thank why you, why you have, have David. I wanted you to hear this story, or this song, because I knew you would fall in love with it and know <laughs> how wonderful the Partridge family was. It is 1035. Circle Up Indy has a plan to bring 3D-printed houses to Indianapolis to boost affordable housing. And they need to raise a lot of money, $2.6 million to do it. Joining us now is Circle Up Indy founder and CEO James Wilson. Hello, James. It's nice to meet you.
3: Hi, how are you? Very excited. Very excited.
0: Well, let's start here. The money raised is going to buy these two 3D building machines. And this process of 3D technology to build the homes is where we want to start because It sounds so futuristic, and it sounds amazing. (laughs) Can you describe how this process really works?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Before we do, we just want to say thank you to everybody that's been helping us push this initiative, getting the information out there, creating true affordable living, not just in Indianapolis, but for the state of Indiana and the Midwest, and uh, all of our information is at circleofindy.com. Here joining me today is also a vice president of operations that can give a little bit more insight in our development and which way we're going. So I'm gonna let Alicia jump in a little bit and get more detail about where we're at. But before we get there, this is the most unique part about it all. With our 3D housing development, it's way more than just houses. We're doing both commercial and residential, our goal is to produce 2,000 units in our first two years, if not the first year, 500 a quarter for multifamily and single-family residents, as well as venturing into our commercial and presenting jobs for individuals 15 and older, veterans and disability, ones with disabilities, at a minimum of $25 to $40 an hour. Game changer.
0: Alicia Turner, vice president of operations with Circle Up, Indy. Do you want to talk about that part of it, the process of building a house with a 3D technology? I'm sure
5: once our story ran, if individuals weren't familiar with 3D printing houses, I'm sure they Googled it. Um, There have been some companies and organizations that have done some things within the last few previous years. But what makes ours different is, again, this is an innovative machine that has not been released yet. So our goal is to be the first, here in the world uh, to acquire that, and really bringing this uh, innovation strongly to Indianapolis and putting us above and ahead of the curve where we should be. Focus is not only here within Indianapolis, but Midwest. But to tell you more just about that machine, as I was stating, when people go and they Google and look up what a 3D printing machine is, what you're seeing is not what we have. Our machine... Again, it's going to be one-of-a-kind. It's compact, which a lot of the other ones are not. It's easily uh, movable, so we'll be taking that from site to site um, to build up our communities. And as we stated in our release, and as I know you saw, we can build a home or a building in 24 hours. We are really not only... I'm gonna be able to change the game when it comes to building a home, but also in the jobs that we can provide um, with this program as well, we'll be placing them into homes. Anyone as well with criminal histories, which is a huge deal when we're attacking uh, not only the housing crisis, but the job uh, equitable opportunities as well. We love that everyone is excited about the housing and what we can do with technology. With that too, we want to bring it full circle. The prices of these homes are going to be 70% less than a traditional home. So this is going to make a huge impact
0: on affordable housing
5: and living here for us in our
0: city. And I know you have a spot that you've picked out already where you will be beginning this building um, over in the historic Martindale, Brightwood neighborhoods. We actually
3: had a $50 donation last night. So thank you for all those that get involved. And so with this donations, i got a challenge to it. To so the corporations that sign the pledge for diversity, equity, and inclusion and true affordable living and sustainability, because the goal is to create sustainability not just from housing, but a whole 360 approach to help stabilize the an individual and the family. Therefore, we minimize violence. There's less money. The state has to come out of their pocket uh, for all these different programs because we're feeding ourselves. So that's the whole uh, piece of this whole component to also help save our state and our partners' dollars. But- so the corporations, we challenge you to get involved and match because we're creating history. All those that, that will be funding, we'll have a plaque and we'll be asking them to come out when we actually acquire the machine when it gets here and we cut the ribbon from the very first house that we built at 3D or uh, commercial property as well. The reason why so, as Alicia stated, that machine that's coming is one of a kind. It has not been on the market. Uh, we have it on our website at circleupindy.com and you can watch the video and actually see a uh, house was uh, created in 24 hours. And not only that, we can build seven days a week all year around, so if we don't have to worry about getting cold, not having any housing. So uh, with our housing, we have an expansion plan with a pilot area, Martindale-Brightwood, but with our expansion plan, uh, we're also going to be working on the south side, Fountain square to the west side, moving to the north and far east side. Uh, our expansion plan, if we can raise that 2.6, this is how significant that $2.6 million is, That $2.6 million just generated a major opportunity. We've been asked with our partners to actually design the machine once we acquired the machine to be the second largest global hub for 3D printing training, maintenance, and batch mortar distribution in the world.
0: It truly is amazing. This is something that you've been thinking about for a couple years. Is that right? This didn't just happen overnight.
3: Let me tell you about the struggle about this. Let me give you a brief story about Circle Up because this is the most awesome thing about it. Years ago, I went to prison. I went to prison at 17 and came home at 26. The reason I started a Law was everybody told me there was no hope for me. They told me there was no hope for my ideas. It's too big there's no avenue. And so I kept pushing because I want to set an example for individuals, not just black and white that goes through struggle like myself all these years to be a part of something great. And that's the reason why we built out rising evolution. So they continue to enhance themselves. Mm-hmm. And so with, with that being said, that two point six million will actually continue to enhance other individuals allow acquire two machines and actually create within the first two years of acquiring that two point six million, well over five hundred jobs in county.
5: So that two point six, I mean, in reality, what we're able to do with that, that number is not fair that's not a major number. Because again, that's that to start off five hundred jobs if not more businesses we are asking for everyone to be involved and even anyone in the community if everyone donated a dollar you are contributing to changing the lives of a lot of individuals um, that it's well needed for but also being a part of history
0: I can't believe the city hasn't pledged any money at this time
3: so you want to hear the trick to this about the city I presented this to I all the city and some of the state reps have this in their hand. When we started building Rise and Evolution out three years ago, I was meeting them with them. And so our political figures that you see on TV right now talking yep. about affordable housing, yeah. they yep. have Rise. I still got the emails when I sent it to them in the PowerPoint, and they have Rise and Evolution. What they said to me, this is not. This is too innovative. Um, Indianapolis and the state's not ready for it. Mm. And I said, you're underestimating our people a lot because our city and our state is ready. The problem that they don't realize is When we get those machines, you're helping your family, your your friends, and your neighbors. This is all of our inclusive neighborhood. And so you never know when they're going to go through things. When they went through Rent, we looked at the data statistics of how many people were up for eviction, and the numbers are still steady increasing. And so while us, we even take individuals with bad history, uh, evictions, we're taking on everybody because when they come involved into our housing, they also become a part of our direct community engagement, yeah. which is our one-on-one case management. Our goal is to work with them and help stabilize them. They don't have to worry about stealing, robbing, killing anybody when they have opportunities to make anywhere between $25 to 40 dollars an hour, cross over into technology that is yet on the market, and they'd be ahead of the curve. They don't even need circle up once they grab their underneath they built. They can go build their own company, and we have find to support them.
0: That is amazing. It is an amazing thought, an amazing idea. And if you'd like to help, go to circleupindy.org to learn more. Thank you both so much for joining us this morning. It's 1044.
5: She said-
2: Welcome back to the first day on 93 WIBC. I'm Kylan Talley, and Earth Day is right around the corner. And it's the perfect time to kind of look into more of the sustainable gadgets and tools that can help you save money and help save the planet. Especially with spring cleaning, we can look into some of that as well. We have Emmy Award winning tech columnist Jennifer Jolly here to talk through some of those different picks. Thanks for joining us, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Let's start off. What are one of the first things that come to your mind with sustainable solutions for moving forward this year?
6: Well, I'll tell you something that doesn't normally come to mind and and so it totally surprised me and became one of my top picks this year and that's with a printer, not typically what I think of when I think of a sustainable gadget, but I have mm-hmm. just finished a long lengthy review of the HP Envy Inspire 7955e with an instant ink and paper add-on subscription service. So this particular model is made nearly 50% recycled plastic. They've used six billion recycled plastic bottles to manufacture new ink cartridges. They use plastic clothes hangers. And then it's their latest milestone that really got me. These guys have recycled and reused more than one billion HP original ink and toner cartridges through their Planet Partners Recycling Program. So basically, you use an ink cartridge, it's done, you pop it into an envelope, a prepaid labeled envelope that they'll send you when they send you the new ink. And they've done that so many times, it's been so successful, they've that if you set those used ink cartridges side-by-side side along the equator, it would wrap around the Earth 3.7 times, so a lot of companies talk about sustainability, but when you look at an impact that a billion original reuse, you know, reusing a billion ink and toner cartridges, that's a huge impact that that's making.
2: Mm-hmm. Something that I've heard a lot of people worried about whenever they're looking at new products, especially some of these more sustainable eco-friendly ones is that the quality of the product goes down with using all these recycled materials. Have you found that with your reviews
6: on these digital gadgets so far? No. If anything, the quality is higher than I've ever seen. And, and you know, most gadget makers are using some parts of recycled material now, and we're seeing better gadgets with every new launch, with, with every new gadget that's coming out. The tech is getting incrementally better at least, you know, it's sort of evolving to better and better products that last longer. And that is with metals that are recycled, plastics that are recycled. Uh, the, The capabilities that exist today that didn't even exist five years ago are staggering. So it's really interesting to me. I've been covering this for over 10 years. And what I'm seeing is that we're having some of the smartest, most sustainable gadgets. It's not just Smart thermostats or smart light bulbs. I mean, it really is branching out to better gadgets and different gadgets overall.
2: We're talking with Jennifer Jolly, an Emmy Award winning consumer tech journalist. She's been through reviewing all of these different gadgets that can help you and your home. Anything else that we can bring to our homes to help with sustainability?
6: Yeah, there are so many more, but one of them that just like my jaw dropped when I talked to the co-founder of this company and I found all, uh, out all about it. I'm actually getting it for my own house. It's called the Irrigreen, I-R-R-I-G-R-E-E-N. It's a new super smart robotic irrigation system that essentially prints water only to the areas of your lawn that need it the most. So in every single sprinkler head, there's an advanced computer. It's like an inkjet printer in the head of that sprinkler, and it digitally maps out your lawn so it can be really strategic in getting water exactly where it needs to go so there's no more overspray, there's no more waste. The sprinkler system alone cuts back on the average outdoor water use by about 50%. And it can cut your water bill in half too. Um, it also uses live weather data so it doesn't water when it's going to rain. It knows if it needs to make up for a long dry hot spell, say watering at night versus during the day when it's just going to evaporate. There's even a free tool on their website that you can use anytime, day or night, to get an estimate of how much water you can save, and how much it will cost to install either DIY or getting someone to install it for you. And I looked into this tech. I talked to the co-founder. I looked into it some more. I, I checked it out, and it is. We are now going to install an irrigreen sprinkler system at our own house. Um, I we uh, we live on a place where we have a well for our water, and last year we had a break in one of the sprinkler hoses, and it drained our entire Tank in less than an hour. Now, if that were to happen, if a hose had a hole in it, it will send you a text notification in the app on your smartphone, but it'll also shut itself down. So it's so advanced. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to cost too much. We won't be able to afford it. It actually costs less than a traditional sprinkler system for us here where we live. So I'm blown away by that one.
2: A trend that I'm seeing with some of these top tech innovations is not only saving the planet with its sustainable solutions, but it's also saving
6: a lot of money out of your pocket. Up to half of your home's energy leaves through your windows, potentially. So smart shades have become really affordable, and it's a really good way to push window efficiency kind of to that next generation by working in sync with the sun to let just the right amount of light and heat in or out when needed. So for that, I turned to Smart Shades from Hunter Douglas with the latest PowerView Gen 3 automation. They let you press a single button, use a voice-enabled helper like Alexa, or use an app to set a schedule to keep you warm during the winter, cooler during the hotter summer days. We were able to lower our energy bill by nearly 50% in just the first few months of installing these smart blinds. They were remarkable, keeping the house warm during the coldest winter months, and yet cooler in the summer. Incredible finds this year. I've been covering this story every year for more than 15 years, and these are the most impressive gadgets I've seen to date.
2: I know a lot of people are doing their spring cleaning right now. Me, I am I am one of those. And- I keep finding and running across all these electronics that I'm not using anymore that I feel bad throwing away, that I feel bad just putting in storage. What can we do to recycle some of the electronics? What are some of the number one things we should be looking for instead of just tossing them in the trash? What can we do with
1: those?
6: No, never, ever, ever just toss an old electronic in the trash. There are so many ways, smart ways to recycle them. You can even get money back for a lot of them. Um, SmartphoneRecycling.com lets you print a free FedEx shipping label or request a recycling kit. You can send in your old smartphone. You might even get paid depending on the device's condition and age. They accept devices in bulk, so you do have to ship um, a minimum of, like, this is for if you have, like, 10 gadgets. Ship all 10 of them in. Depending on how long you've been hoarding phones, you might meet this quota on your own. But if not, just check with family and friends, because we all have an old smartphone that's just sitting in our junk drawer collecting dust. You can also recycle um, cell phones, MacBooks, tablets, iP- any I gadget, iPhones, iPads, iPods, iPods, Apple Watches, as well as batteries that are attached or installed in devices. Um, Best Buy accepts a wide range of products. Um, They'll take away your old, like, television, microwave, freezer, treadmill, and exercise bikes. You do have to pay for that haul-away option. Uh, It usually costs around $200 a year, but that is usually a lot less than you'll pay if you take it in on your own. Um, The EPA, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, they don't actually handle recycling and drop-offs the same way other businesses do, but they do have a handy guide that makes it easy for you to get that information. So you can check them out. Uh, Lots and lots of ways. Eco ATMs, uh, they give you money back for your old device. Earth 911 lets you put in a, a zip code to find where to recycle. So there's more ways for you to cycle responsibly. And again, maybe even get some money back.
2: I am so happy we're talking with you today. It's been super helpful just hearing all of your different insights on not only the newer stuff, but what to do with the older things that we need to get rid of. Thank you, Jennifer, for joining us. Where can we find more information about what you're doing?
6: You can read all about the recycling. I've done so many stories on these. Go to to, uh, usatoday.com slash tech and type in my name and something like recycle in the search bar. You'll find I've done a bunch of stories on that. You can also go to my own website at techish. com to read about everything I've talked about here today and so much more. And be sure to follow me at Jen, with two N's, J-E-N-N-J-O-L-L-Y, on Instagram. At Jen Jolly on Instagram.
2: I can't wait to see all the work that you continue to do. This has been Emmy Award winning tech columnist Jennifer Jolly. Jen, thank you so much for joining us today on First Day.
6: Thank you so much for having me.
2: Again, Techish, T-E-C-H-I-S-H. It's a lot of great information.
0: Absolutely. You did a great job, Kylan. Thank you for the interview. Also, we'll mention that next week at the Children's Museum on Saturday, they've got a big Earth Day celebration. Most of our museums and some of our attractions downtown, too, also also celebrating Earth Day. In fact, the zoo has got a good one, too, about a recycling event. And we will make sure to keep you up to date on all of that coming up in the next hour. Crossroads Collective Real Estate. They're here to answer your questions. We're also going to talk about property taxes, too. Mm. That's after the news. Thanks for joining us here on the first day on 93 WIBC.
3: That's why